0: Vibe Talks. Vibe Talks. More than, than just music. Hey, everybody. This is John Carlo Alino reporting for Vibe One Hundred and Five with a Sports Vibe Talks segment where we're going to be talking all things Bellator today to help us out. We're happy to be joined by our guest. She's going to be competing this Friday night on Bellator Two Hundred and Seventy-One. She's Valerie Loretta. How you doing, Valerie?
1: hi Canada so excited to be here and um, I'm in Miami Florida where it's hot over here you see the sun <laughs> <laughs> I know it's cold over there it's, it's about to be uh, winter time so um, I'm going to bring the heat to Miami and represent Cuban Americans from over here in this side of the world
0: that's great and as you mentioned there uh, in Miami close to where Bellator is going to be having their event when you got the call that you're going to be competing close to home there what was uh, your reaction to that
1: I have to start losing the weight because I have to make the way for this fight because I have to be on this card. It just it seems like everything's coming together so well because I'm fighting on my dad's birthday as well. And he's cornering me. So I'm just really excited to be in front of my friends and family and be right next to home.
0: Yeah. And what's it like now when you're fighting close to home? Is it the nerves settled in? Are you more calm in that environment? Because, you know, it's not going to be too far Mm -hmm. to commute there. What's the thoughts on that?
1: Well, I was comfortable already at the Mohegan Sun. I had done um, uh, three fights at the Mohegan, one in New York. And now I'm at home. And you know, the nerves, I feel not nervous because I'm confident in my preparation for this fight. And I've come a long way since my last one. And really, anywhere I would be fighting, I would be feeling the same right now.
0: Yeah. And coming off your last fight, obviously it didn't go the way you wanted to, but uh, not everybody's going to be undefeated. We've seen in the past, like many fighters, prospects like yourself, top young fighters in the sport go through a loss. So what did you do and how do you feel you reacted to that early adversary in your career?
1: Um, You know, I chose to develop on a platform where everyone's going to watch me um, turn into a mixed martial artist in front of their eyes. So I did this to myself and my last fight was not a rep- proper representation of the fighter i am although i showed a lot of heart and it was a fun fight to watch um she's not better than me and i'm looking forward for a rematch in that fight in the future but um that fight taught me a lot about myself and my camp and a lot of things i had to change and people around me i had to get rid of and change too and i did so i did the proper um adjustments to make this fight happen and i'm just looking forward to going in there and just having fun on friday and just being myself
0: and your opponent there, experience. She's been in Bellator in the past, one and one record in Bellator. So, what are you expecting out of your opponent in this fight?
1: Um, she's gonna go out there to take me down and just go off past my last fight. And I hope she does because I have amazing jujitsu right now. I have amazing submissions. You know, I focused eighty percent of my camp on my gra- grappling, and um, I think I'm gonna catch her by surprise.
0: And you are this Taekwondo master there. You got uh, the background in that. Like, is that a little bit of a problem for you? Like you're always going to face a, a grappler, a wrestler, yeah. or have you been used to it now?
1: Yeah, every striker has that problem. So the only way to fix a problem is to find a solution. And that solution is to get as good in jiu <laughs> There's no jiu and wrestling, and there's no um, you can't beat around that, you know? This is a very honest sport. When you go into the cage, you know, everything comes out in there. So the only way to really... combat that put 100 percent of your time into developing that um that craft and that's what i've done and you can't take shortcuts there's no easy way out like my one of my favorite songs from rocky and you know it's kind of been the theme for this song and i put myself in the worst positions and most uncomfortable positions i really didn't like before and i fall in love with it
0: and who have been the most helpful fighters or coaches in your corner for this to help you with your jujitsu and your wrestling
1: so I brought in a new head coach, Tiago Alves, veteran in the UFC, and he has my same style. He was a striker, you know, he's short, he has um, big legs too. We have similar styles, but I have really focused my wrestling with um, Coach Mako and my grappling and jujitsu with Coach Mike Brown and Coach Pahumpa and um, also King Mo. And between the four of them, they really developed my grappling aspects of my style because they believe me and they know what I could do and they could know the heart I had. And I just needed to get my mind right and execute.
0: And also like Bellator in the past year, now they introduced the rankings and you were ranked in the top 10 and a win here would definitely get you back in there. So is that helpful for you as a fighter, knowing that there's a ranking system and you know where you're at in the division?
1: Yeah, I like it. Although I really don't care for it, you know, I'm I'm twenty three, I'm focused on um getting fights and winning and proving myself. But that's definitely something I look forward to because I do wanna have the belt on um my shoulder one day.
0: Uh, For those just joining us here on Vibe 105, this is John Carlo Lino with a Sports Vibe Talk segment, being joined by Valerie Loretta of Bellator MMA. And uh, Valerie, uh, coming from a Taekwondo background, uh, you've, I'm sure, gained many habits and tendencies. What have been the best habits you've carried over into your MMA career?
1: Um, I think the discipline and footwork from Taekwondo is something you can't teach and you can't learn in three, four, four years. That's something that has to be implemented you since you were young. And that's something I have. So um, the fact that I have that footwork, I'm able to fight from both um, Orthodox and Southpaw. You know, I have a very different fight style, I have different kicks, I have different um, exotic uh, punches and styles. And i just, you know, I have a heart. I go in there and... Something I brought into this camp is my, my base from when I was young, and I'm looking forward to showing everything I could do because I haven't shown their none of it.
0: And what part of it, like Taekwondo, we don't really hear too many practitioners of Taekwondo transition to MMA. Uh, you've been probably the more high-profile one. Why do you think that's so that not many go into MMA?
1: because um, Taekwondo. You know, right now, Olympic-style Taekwondo is very different. It's not like old-style Taekwondo. It's a point-style system, and it's electronic. And it's just not violent for real. It's not violent enough. So I think a lot of Taekwondo fighters have trouble um, coming into a mixed martial art where you're getting elbowed and kneed in in the nose. You know, it's a completely different type of pain. But um, I feel like my dad's style was always rough. My dad's style was always traditional Taekwondo where you would wear the hobo and you will just kick each other to break each other's rib. And I'm used to that type of violence. And um, MMA is perfect for me.
0: And, you know, in this uh, Taekwondo style, what has been the biggest helpful tool in Taekwondo that you've noticed in MMA that maybe your opponent is lacking a little bit that's helped you go for that knockout?
1: It's explosion. You know, Taekwondo's two-minute uh, rounds, pure explosion. MMA's five-minute rounds up and down, up and down. It's a different type of cardio. So, I think um, I really come together at the end with my explosion and um, the quickness in my kicks and the power behind it, and the way I could mix up my hands with my feet in a way that no one can.
0: Uh, once again, for those just joining us here on Vibe 105, we're being joined by Valerie Loretta of Bellator MMA. And, uh, Valerie, a couple final questions here. Uh, you train with some of the best fighters in MMA at American mm-hmm. Top Team. Just how rewarding is that for you? Like, such a young fighter coming in, and you're are surrounded by some of the best athletes in the sport.
1: Yeah, I'm just so blessed. American Top Team gave me the opportunity three years ago to train with the pros. And every day I'm in there, I'm training with the best, but I'm also learning from the best and I ask a lot of questions and it allows me to develop into a mature fighter and learn about injuries, learn about the way, learn about how people do different things with their diets and learn about how different people uh, train different ways. And it just helps me find what works for me and um, just learn every single day and grow.
0: And who's been uh, your biggest mentor there or some of your biggest mentors at the American Top Team?
1: Um, I think I have uh, Joanna that has always been close to me, the champ. Amanda Nunez that I'm so blessed that she takes the time to correct me and teach me a lot whenever she can right now because she's in camp for her fights. So she's been watching me a lot and, and giving me advice. And Ariani Lipsky, and she's such an amazing fighter too. And she's so polished and she's so beautiful as well. So I just learned a lot from her and um, I... I I aspire to be a, a complete martial artist like them one day.
0: And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this because it's going to be a big weekend for American Top Team. Your fight on Friday. On Saturday, Dan Lambert and a few other your teammates are going to be competing at All Elite Wrestling's pay-per-view. Uh, have you been following along with what they've been doing in AEW? Uh,
1: yeah, I've been following along. It, it looks so fun, but um, I've been so focused on my camp. I really haven't even been able to watch much, but definitely I'll tune in after my fight.
0: Is that something, an avenue that you see yourself going into? Like we saw Paige Van Zandt go in there. Like, would you like to transition to pro wrestling sometime down the road?
1: Mm, maybe one day. We never know. But right now I'm focused on fighting and showing the world on the martial artist I am.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. And Valerie, before we wrap up here, how can our listeners follow you on social media?
1: Mm, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook at Valerie Doretta. And thank you so much for supporting me all the way from Canada. Love you guys. And I'm looking forward to go over there soon.
0: Well, Valerie, I'd like to thank you for sharing your time and coming on Vibe 105 to talk about your upcoming fight. And we wish you all the best this Friday. Thank
1: you. And now back to your Vibe. Vibe 105.